Hey, what's up? Welcome to the Hidden Sakuga Podcast. Hey, how's it going? My name is Jacob Taliani. I will be your host here on the Hidden Sakuga Podcast. I am the founder and the creator of Hidden Sakuga. And here we talk a little bit about what it's like running the store. We talk about anime. We talk about the artists that we're working with and all the other fun stuff. So if you're into that, into more of like a backstage look or just my thoughts and whoever else's I interviews thoughts on everything, stick around. Great to have you. So I've got some news today. Now, last night, I had a little bit of an epiphany. Okay, like a moment where I was like, oh, wow, this this probably should change that, right? Now, before I, before I say anything, I want to give a little bit of background. So there is this thing that happens, I feel like, to a lot of creative people. I mean, it's happened enough that I've seen books written about it, right? And that's the... <laughs> Sorry, give me a second. <laughs> That's the uh, toxic perfectionism, or maybe maybe that's not a good way to put it. Just perfectionism in general, where you're like, listen, I can't release this piece of art out to the world because it's not perfect. Even though objectively it looks pretty good, you might think like, oh, well, there's this part wrong, there's this part wrong, there's this part wrong. And what can happen is you can spiral into never releasing anything because it'll never be perfect. At least I know that's not for everyone, but there is a nice chunk of people out there that feel like that when they're creating things. I definitely do too. Now, granted, my version of art isn't drawing. It isn't music per se or that kind of stuff. In this mind, it's creating products and businesses. I think entrepreneurship has a that creative angle to it, right? So when I was taking the designs that the artists gave us and putting them on shirts and trying to make the final designs, I started hitting that wall where I was like, dang, I like I love the design that they gave me and I just don't know how to put on a shirt and I was resizing it all over the place and all that kind of stuff, trying all sorts of different things. And then I was like, listen, you know what? I just need to start releasing stuff and then I can learn from there. So that's what I did. And the way I did that was I just kind of made everything more or less the same size, right? So it took up the whole shirt and I got some good positive feedback and some, you know, constructive feedback on all of it. But yesterday I was like, you know what? I need more creative for Instagram and that kind of stuff. Creative meaning it's a marketing term. That means like the pictures or the videos and an ad or in something else, right? So it's like, I need more creative because that was just something I just didn't have at all. And the thing that, the thing with me is I'm definitely more of the, here's the really fun idea and here's how we can do it. Uh, let's go ahead and find people that can, you know, make those steps happen, right? More of like the visionary type, I guess you could say. And learning the, uh, all the steps that it takes to, make and run something like this has been a little bit of a trial, right? This is just going to be Jacob venting for a little bit. Okay. It was learning how to build a website learning how to work with manufacturers, learning how to work with artists, which wasn't bad. Actually, they were really fun to work with. Um, you know, you learning how to collect the art properly, learning how to set up emails and all that kind of stuff, email marketing, um, stuff called like an SMTP, which is what you use to send mail like there is a lot of working parts in the modern world that are pretty well covered up by 
so the average person can just have the most carefree experiences possible. But when it comes to building like an online business, there are a lot, like a lot of different moving parts to this, depending on how big you want to scale it. Because here's the thing is I definitely, I obviously want Hensakuga to scale and to grow and to become an amazing company that is known, a household name, right? And that's mainly because twofold, I love building things. But more important than that, I think, is the fact that Hinsakuga's mission is to bring positive change into the anime industry, right? And that's twofold here. One of it, one half of it being bringing good clothing to the masses, just to the average anime fan that wants something cool that doesn't look super gross, super weird, right? And then on the second hand, it's bringing positive change by aiding the artist. So artists generally get kind of screwed over when it comes to um, the business side of things. And I realize I'm digressing here. Let me just finish up this thought. They generally get pretty screwed over when it comes to business things, right? So part of the mission here is to have them just create the design, but they also will get a... Uh, nice little kickback for every shirt that sells with their design on it or every product with their design on it that sells, they'll end up getting a little bit of a kickback. And hopefully as the company grows bigger, that'll be a more substantial number for them. Right now it's only like, you know, maybe $5 here, $10 there type of thing. Um, but obviously as the company grows, that can evolve into well, maybe a hundred dollars here, maybe a thousand dollars there. Right. And as a result, hopefully that keeps these people, these artists chasing their dreams, chasing their careers, because the world without art would be a very boring place. And I mean, same thing with the world without anime, lots of unknown stories. And I wouldn't even be here talking about this kind of stuff or making this kind of business, right? So that little side tangent, um, what I really wanted to say was initially we put out a lot of art that wasn't totally perfect, at least in the sense. Like I, I, I saw it, I wasn't totally in love with it, right? I was like, you know, this is good. Let's see if any of it sells and then we can go from there, right? So making all this new creative, I was like, you know, why not just go ahead and like test out with some of these mock-ups, see what uh, what it would look like if I moved the logo here, maybe shrunk it or like that kind of stuff. And I realized some of these designs look better, smaller and in a more minimalist uh, style of shirt. So a small design, uh, not a very intrusive design either, but small, something small and something that people who love the show would recognize or at least, you know, remind them of it, right? And so uh, that's what I did. I We have, um, it looks like about four. I'm looking at them right now. Maybe actually probably five, closer to five designs that look good minimalist. And that's the thing too, is you can't put a blanket statement over things. That's as I'm getting older, that's the thing I'm learning, really realizing is that blanket statements aren't the greatest. They're like generalizations are okay, but there are lots of things where it doesn't work, like making all designs small. That usually doesn't work unless you have the designs that are specifically meant for that. Now, when it's just raw pieces of art, like is what I'm getting right now, then it's like, okay, well, which one of these will look good big? Which one of these will look good small? As long as they fit the narrative that we have for the store, that is making. Um, minimalist or subtle designs, right? Subtle meaning that it doesn't come out, it's not in your face anime. It's just a really cool looking design. But if you've seen the show, then you're like, oh my gosh, this is from Full Metal Alchemist or Death Note or that kind of stuff, right? 
or it at least sparks to the point. And hopefully as the brand grows bigger, you're like, oh, hey, that's a hidden Sakugo shirt. That's the Death Note collection. Like, that's awesome, right? That's, those are the conversations I want to have. That I want the the people who buy end up having with people that they might not have ever met before, right? You are to school and all of a sudden you make some new friends because you're like, oh, I didn't realize you like Death Note too, right? Anyways, side tangent. That's kind of what uh, what I was what was happening yesterday was I, I took the action that was hard for me to do at first that was putting out designs that I or putting out the art that wasn't totally finished. But as a result, I got good feedback. I am growing as an artist, I would say. And it's overall really good. I know a lot of you that are listening to this are most likely going to be artists as well. So take that for what it may. I mean, you look at, uh, I think TikTok artists are a really good example or art accounts are a really good example. If you like look back to when they first started posting, generally the first you know six-ish months aren't the greatest, right? They're still finding their voice and finding their style and learning how to put it out there. I would even say the same thing for this podcast. I think the episodes nowadays are better for sure than where they were at earlier. But at the same time, I think they, they have a lot of room to grow. I know I haven't fully developed my podcast voice. I'm still trying to, right? And trying to inject some more emotion and enthusiasm into the stories that I try to tell, right? And it's a lot to do with storytelling and all that kind of stuff. But art takes time. And that's, I think, the main message I want to leave you guys with today is it's okay to kind of suck in the beginning. Everyone does. No one is born amazing, right? Even really talented people have to get through the initial struggles at first. But what I've learned uh, through the social media is generally people like to witness growth and not necessarily perfection because no one is perfect and I don't think people can really relate to that, even if someone was, right? At least it's much harder to. And if you just share your growth as an artist and are a lot more open about it, and it doesn't have to be art, it could be business, it could be whatever passion that you have that you want to build an audience around. You start sharing that passion with the world and showing like, yeah, you know, I'm not perfect, but they'll see you growing. And as a result, they'll, they'll like you more basically because they'll see that you're human too. And in a world where it's kind of hard to feel like other people are, you know, struggling in a sense, social media makes it really easy for people to feel like they're the only one struggling and feel really isolated. And when you share that more vulnerable side of you, it, uh, helps you bond more with people. It's as simple as that. <sighs> you know, I know how we got down this top down this rabbit hole, but at the same time, it doesn't make a ton of sense, but I'm kind of glad we talked about it with that. That's the more businessy news that I think I want to talk about today. Sorry, my headphones cut out there for a second. Uh, oh, actually side note, I think I'll talk about this maybe a little bit more in depth once I finish the series, but how do you okay here's the thing i try my best to pronounce it the way it's supposed to be but when there's no english title it can be pretty rough okay anyway yesterday i started watching akame akame ga kill i'm just gonna say i think it's akame ga kill right it's on netflix also funny side note as like the whole anime uh revolution i guess you could say it was going on over quarantine i was like where are these like 
like Saki, right? I was like, is it Saki K, like the pink haired sidekick dude? I was like, why the heck is he so popular all of a sudden? Like, where I haven't heard of this show, right? And I was like, oh, it's because like everyone is watching anime on Netflix now, or at least a lot of people are, are on Netflix on Hulu. And I was like, oh, that makes more sense. So, you know, I have a Netflix account. I was like browsing around. I was like, oh, maybe there's some shows I hadn't seen on here yet or whatever. And I had heard a comic got, or I'm just going to call it a comic. I had heard it get brought up uh, on TikTok every now and again. The main thing was that, oh, it's a very sad show, but a very good show, right? And not to mention there were some of the girls that were brought up every now and again, right? Of course. But um, I'm watching it now. And I'm about halfway through, it looks like. I'm episode 10. And there's one season. It's 24 episodes, I think, or 26 episodes, something like that. Holy cow, it kind of throws you for a loop. Like, only like three or four episodes in, there's already stuff happening, right? Like, pretty, actually, even on, I think it was actually the first episode, too. There's like all sorts of crazy crap that happens. And I'm not going to like, I don't want to hint at anything, right? So I'm not going to say anything in particular. I want to keep it a surprise if you haven't seen it yet. But it's definitely an interesting, interesting show. Um, we're just going to transition now, if you haven't, if you couldn't already tell, into the anime talking section, because enough about the philosophical business stuff. I want to talk about a show that I'm watching. So interesting stuff, right? And I've, I think a, I was looking, thinking about this today. I was like, how would I describe the main character? Because he's like idealistic, but also not um, super, so like super so much so. I heard it explained in a way of, um, you have shonen, right? Let me let me look this up really quick, actually. Make sure I get the right term. Is it Sai versus Shonen? So let's see. What what is the term? Yeah, it's I think the term, the proper term, is Sinan, S-E-I-N-E-N, right? Shonen versus Sinan. Uh, I could be totally butchering that, and I'm sorry if I am. But uh, the way the way I heard it explained was Shonen is a lot more of like an idealistic type of outlook. So the main characters and the main heroes are always like idealistic, not necessarily to a fault, but they're more of like yeah, idealistic people that you would look up to. So people like Naruto, um, people like Deku, where, you know, they have they have their faults, obviously, but they are they are like undoubtedly chained to their to their belief sets, right? To their morality and that kind of stuff. Right. So it's it's good. I think it makes really good things. It's like Superman almost, right? Where Superman never falters in his beliefs no matter how hard he gets beat up and it makes for a good like goal to have right because i don't think that's totally i mean it, it is possible to a degree but generally it's more of like a, a thing to like to strive for right like a perfection to strive for and then you have something called i think it's signing right I, i'm just i'm not gonna say it so i'm just gonna say signing where it's more of a realistic take so shonen's generally uh targeted more towards kids or people in high school age right signing is a little bit past that where it's a little bit more realistic in the sense that you know it's not black and white who's good or bad 
and the main character's morality can get swayed a little bit. So I feel like Agame is like that bridge point almost. Even actually, it probably is a lot more signing where the, the main character starts out looking like more of a shonen protagonist and then kind of progresses down the signing path as it shows like the world isn't exactly what you think it is, which they explain in the very first episode. So it's not a huge spoiler, but it's like, yeah, the, the, the outlook in the world there very, it's a, it's just very interesting, right? Like I have, I really have no idea what's going to happen. And I feel like anime is generally pretty predictable. Not going to lie. So it's good. It's, it's kind of refreshing to have a show where you're like, I can't quite tell what's going to happen. I, I got the same kind of feeling with a uh, death note. Actually, if you haven't seen it already, really, really good show. And, you know, sometimes people have plot armor, but I think generally death note is a really just one of my all time favorites. And Agame is looking like, I, I don't, I don't know if it's quite a favorite yet. I like, I'm enjoying it for sure. But, uh, I, I don't think it's going to, I don't know. I'll have to finish watching it before I decide where it stands at, at the current moment. I'm watching it just because it's fun and it's kind of interesting. Right. I'm not like really, really bonding with it. Like I did with Jujutsu Kaisen where I was like, I think that's a perfect example actually of like a really good, um, I feel bad because I don't think I'm saying it right, but the science signing, um, I think it's a perfect example of that style of show where, uh, uh, it, it I bloody hell I can't remember how to say his name right anyway he is this like super idealistic main character protagonist type of guy but as the show progresses and you know as stuff starts hitting the fan he starts kind of realizing like wow you know there's morality to life and that kind of stuff and he starts progressing mentally in that state and you can see it in his eyes right the way they draw him really 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 good uh, anyway, interesting, fun show. I am, you know, halfway through it. I probably will finish it this week. I'll let you go. I'll let you know my full thoughts then. But uh, I would definitely check it out. It doesn't seem like it's too crazy. Interesting side take, though. A lot of the main characters were like female protagonists, right? Or I guess there's not real protagonists, antagonists in the show. But there are a lot of like lead female characters, which generally I'm not... Like, let me, let me just put this out there. I don't really like talking or getting into the debates of, oh, there needs to be more female protagonists or there's too many or, you know, they're, they're this or they're that, right? But I just think it's interesting that they're having some of them be lead roles and they're not like over-sexualized generally, right? Like it's, it's, the, it's the average amount of anime sexualization of men and women generally. Because I think uh, anime likes to idealize things where it's like, I mean, just look at male anime characters where they're just shredded or female anime characters where they're just super lean most of the time. But uh, it's it's interesting to see, though, like a, a majority of the characters are female. And originally I was like, oh, is this going to be like some weird like <laughs> like high school DXD type of stuff? But while there is like a little bit of fan service, it's generally like actually pretty good. And the female characters carry themselves pretty well. And that's kind of stuff, right? Probably not. I still don't think anyone really does it as well as Jujutsu Kaisen at this point in time. But uh, yeah, overall, pretty good. Anyways, that's a little bit of rambling for today. I'm going to go ahead and try and start promoting this podcast a little bit more too. I've just been posting out episodes out there and posting on Instagram every now and again. But as we start growing Instagram more, um, I'm going to include it in 
Instagram bios. I'm going to include it in email links and everything else, right? So we can start growing this community here too. I think I'm going to start doing more TikTok creation also. That's the thing is like creating new things like that is absolutely terrifying. Oh my goodness. Like hopping into a new field, that that's a whole episode in itself, okay? And I'm sure if you ever just like to start, start putting yourself out there, it can feel the same way because there's a learning curve and it sucks going through the learning curve sometimes. But you got to do what you got to do, right? And I know from what I can see, most of my audience is on TikTok. It's totally understandable. I'm on there a lot more than Instagram even nowadays. The anime community is way stronger there too. So I think I'm going to start making content and trying to promote the brand and the mission there. That's actually some other fun stuff. I think I'll talk about the other day. Had some more insight into uh, different ways to talk about the brand's mission, ways that make sense, ways that are short. But I'll let you guys go for today. Thank you for listening. I appreciate you. Hope you have a race of the day. See you guys later. Peace.